Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 2 When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel together. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives, and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty men from the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan River. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken up from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a very difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet, if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours. Otherwise, it will not. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the banks of the Jordan River. He took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. The company of the prophets from Jericho who were watching said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Look, they said, we your servants have fifty able men. Let them go and look for your master. Perhaps the Spirit of the Lord has picked him up and set him down on some mountain or in some valley. No, Elisha replied, do not send them. But they persisted until he was too embarrassed to refuse them. So he said, send them. And they sent fifty men who searched for three days but did not find Elijah. When they returned to Elisha, who was staying in Jericho, he said to them, didn't I tell you not to go? The people of the city said to Elisha, Look, our Lord, this town is well situated, as you can see. 
but the water is bad and the land is unproductive. Bring me a new bowl, he said, and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring and threw the salt into it, saying, This is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. Never again will it cause death or make the land unproductive. And the water has remained pure to this day, according to the word Elisha had spoken. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. Get out of here, Baldy. He turned around and looked at them and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. And he went on to Mount Carmel and from there returned to Samaria. And so, friends, in this chapter, Elijah, a living man, is taken up to heaven to be with the Lord. He doesn't pass through death. He's taken up physically into heaven. And so it starts out in verse 1 with the the knowledge that this is about to happen. It says, when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. And so they're, they're traveling along, and apparently Elisha already knew what was going to happen. So Elijah tried to leave him at Gilgal, and he says, no, I'm going to go with you. So they travel together to Bethel. And um, uh, when they get to Bethel, one of the groups of prophets that they had been interacting with came up to Elisha and said, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? And he replied, yes, I know. So don't talk about it. Be quiet. And then um, once again, Elisha and Elijah traveled on to Jericho. And they were met by another company of the prophets who pulled Elisha aside and said, you know, the Lord's going to carry Elijah up to heaven today. And Elisha says, yeah, I know, but don't talk about it. So this was a, a very um, clear prophetic word that all of these men were um, walking in expectation that something supernatural was going to happen that day. Now, you have to wonder whether they thought he was going to die or how it was going to occur, but as it unfolded, it was clear that all of these prophetic individuals were expecting something supernatural to take place today with um, Elijah. So Elijah and um, uh, Elisha travel on, and they get to the Jordan River. Elijah takes his cloak, which the NIV calls it a cloak. The King James and many other versions call it a mantle. So he took his mantle, rolled it up, struck the water with it, the water divided to the right and the left, so the parting of the Jordan River, this great miracle, and they cross over on dry ground. When they crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me what I can do for you before I'm taken from you. And so um, this is like, what's your last request? And Elisha says, I want a double portion of your spirit. Now, let me just stop right there for a second. A lot of people believe that Elisha um, was asking for twice as much anointing Um, as had arrested on Elijah. But they don't remember the Jewish context. In Deuteronomy uh, chapter 21, we learn that a firstborn son gets twice as much inheritance as all of the other sons. And so what Elisha was asking for was twice as much of the anointing as anyone else would get, not double what had remained on Elijah. And so this is something that's uh, commonly... Um, spoken of 
I believe incorrectly, saying that Elisha received twice as much anointing as Elijah. That's just not true. But he did receive the the portion of the firstborn son, spiritually speaking. And so he was asking for this, and Elijah said, this is very hard. You're, you asked me for something difficult. But nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taken away from you, it'll be yours. You'll get a favorable response. And so as they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Now just um, stop and picture this scene in your mind's eye for a second. Once again, a living man carried, living and breathing, by a whirlwind up into eternity after having been separated from his protege, Elisha, by a chariot and horses on fire. And so Elijah um, went up to heaven, but Elisha remained on earth, having seen this, and he was overwhelmed and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. And so um, this occurred. Now, remember the the request of Elisha, that he would receive um, uh, the anointing that had rested on Elijah, the, the firstborn son's anointing. And so Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen back, his mantle that had fallen back on the ground. And he stood on the banks of the Jordan River. He took the mantle and struck the water with it and said these words, Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he struck the water, the Bible records that once again it divided to the right and the left, um, just as it had for his master Elijah. So Elisha crossed over. Um, next, there's a little um, a short story of people in a certain city that told Elisha that the water is bad and the land is unproductive. And um, Elisha immediately prophesied and said, this is what the Lord says. I've healed this water. Never again will it cause death or make the land unproductive. And the water has remained pure to this day. And so the mantle has been passed. I'm going to use that term, even though the NIV says cloak, because this um, prophetic garment was associated with Elijah and with his authority and his prophetic office. And so now the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha, and the garment, the mantle of Elijah rests on Elisha. And so this, um, this spirit resting on Elisha, acted as a a sort of a prototype for what would one day happen with John the Baptist. Because at the coming of John the Baptist, once again, the spirit of Elijah rests on a living man, that being John the Baptist. But um, we'll talk about that in the New Testament, not in the Old. But Lord, we thank you that you, um, uh, your word says that you won't do anything without revealing it to your prophets. And Lord, you certainly revealed this amazing plan to take Elijah up into heaven. You revealed it to your prophets in advance. Lord, we pray that you would open the eyes of our understanding in the days in which we live. Give us a prophetic understanding of what you're doing and what you're about to do. Lord, not so that we can be fortune tellers or um, silly, hyper-charismatic believers, but Lord, so that we can cooperate with your will and your plans and your purposes. Sharpen our ability to hear. Sharpen our ability to see. And Lord, may our spirits be submitted to you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. 
If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.